you so much to everyone at the Bunnell for helping me put this together. Um, this is really exciting for me, so I'm just going to try to contain my excitement. <laughs> I haven't done very many gallery exhibitions, so it, it, um, it's a really great opportunity. Um, and a little bit of backstory. Originally, I was going to show just my nature journals themselves here um, in October, and then um, Asia and the Bunnell asked, well, how would you actually rather like to have the whole gallery for the month of December and do a residency? That's like, yes, and that's only two months away. So um, I just want to thank everybody for being flexible and adaptable to uh, let me kind of, I feel like, put, put my best foot forward as an artist and, and, and put up this body of work. Um, I also want to thank Rika for her help and um, Belisa and then my partner Bjorn over there who is very integral into making all of this picture happen um, from doing, you know, putting together the, the video reel and documenting our, our wilderness adventures in that way, um, but also just really being an enabler for me um, on all levels from like trusting that <laughs> I have the capabilities to go out and do this and then helping me rein in my, you know, see of self-doubt that <laughs> comes in waves and always encouraging me and supporting me as an artist. So thank you so much, sweetheart. Um, so uh, I think what I'll do is just kind of talk about the origins maybe of the different pieces of work and then whatever kind of content, I, I would rather have a discussion with all of you and answer questions or talk about what in, intrigues you or you're curious about or what resonates with you because there's a lot of content here. Um, I recognize. So um, I guess I'll start with sort of like the video reel, if you've seen it, shows a lot of wilderness adventure that Bjorn and I have done over our um, one, a dozen years together. Um, and through that time, I've also developed a lot um, as an artist, we both have, Bjorn is a photographer and videographer. Um, so my background is kind of a technical science biology theme. Um, and that's where my artwork started as well with these pen and ink illustrations. Um, that's kind of where it started and slowly evolved into this more field um, journal sketching um, strategy where I'm taking this book with me out about wherever I go, whether it's here or far, um, and recording what it is that I see in my experience in that particular place and time. So that's really what they capture is that I'm directly observing something and I'm using this notebook as a tool to focus a prolonged attention, to learn about something, to document it, and then often that will prompt me to research and learn a little bit more about it. So I might then go you know, find the field guide because I want to know what kind of snail that is or what kind of bird that is and, and write the name. So it kind of works both ways that way. I think that it's a really powerful tool from a naturalist perspective because it causes you to find out what, what you can learn on your own without relying on authority or other what other people have discovered or researched, just that you have this incredible power of observation um, that can teach you things that you can't learn in books. Um, and then it's also sort of a guiding force in that way. So the pages up here are selections from my, um, my, my nature journals. I have a stack of nature journals I've kept over the years. 
But I chose to create a selection of pieces based on regions. So it's all organized by places that I have, that have touched me, I have had experiences with. So they are coming from different places in my journal because my journal's chronological. So I might do a trip here or there and go back. We've been back to the Seward Peninsula a lot of times. So um, that's how I, I wanted to bring it forward in a way that I could share with you how it's organized in my mind anyway. So that's what that is. And then these pieces with the blue matting are prints directly from the journal. So I took some of my favorite images and decided to put them in that presentation. And then um, a lot of the pen and ink work um, are illustrations from special projects. So interpretive signs um, or art projects that Bjorn and I have done for the outdoor gear companies that sponsor our wilderness trips. So Salsa Cycles, for example, that's what that, that map was done for a film project um, that we, we did for them. Um, I think I'll, I just want to talk a little bit about the Denina House and a chill. So that um, piece I did for an interpretive sign um, across the bay at Center for Alaskan Coastal Studies where there is a native house site where you can still see the footprint of the traditional home. So it's dug into the ground and there's just this huge set room for the middle and there's these two auxiliary rooms and you can still see where the earth has been built up around it and it's just, I think, just this incredibly precious rare window into the past, pre-colonized past. And it's not going to last on that landscape forever. It started working for coastal studies when I first moved here 12 years ago. And in that, in a short period of time, I started noticing that more and more vegetation was growing up, that it was becoming obscured and falling away into the land pretty rapidly. And I took it upon myself to um, look into all of the documented information that I could find about how that this homes in this particular area were constructed and what materials were used and try to envision what that space may have looked like in, in the past and draw it so that people could try to make more of a connection. So when you see a hole in the ground, it's not very easy to visualize what that space might have looked like when it was lived in. And some, I guess the way that that connects here to me is that our little shelter that we use in the winter utilizes a lot of the same survival strategies where we bury the edge and we have a central hearth and there there are these themes and um, this one moment for me uh, I realized looking at the footprint across the page this big huge square in the ground and our little shelter when we're inside of it it feels large feels like it's plenty of space for two people. And when we take it apart and leave, there's the little square, and it, that square looks very, very small compared to how it felt on the inside. Mm. And that made me realize on a deeper level how big that home would have felt on the inside. Um, so that's, that's, that's kind of the story behind that piece. Um, the, the birds are um, done for a 
bird identification pamphlet for the Chugach Regional Resources Commission for the native groups in this area to be able to identify all of the um, historically traditionally harvested birds in this area. And this is only a portion of the ones that I drew for them. And that was an incredible honor to feel that that um, artistic value had a place to help people remember and reconnect with their culture and heritage. So that was a really unique um, opportunity. Um, yeah, so I think that's, oh, the, yeah, thank you. Okay, so one more, that um, book over there, the Peatland Journal. Um, I created that as inspired by this year-long local project that many people in this room were involved with um, called the Homer Drawdown Peatland Project. And it's a, um, a, it was a climate, local climate solution because peatlands store so much carbon. Um, that they are, are really valuable for climate stability. We have a lot of peat in this area, and many people are not aware um, that it's basically like a fossil fuel reserve in a way. Um, so I spent a lot of time working with this community project to put peat on the map, survey it, raise awareness for protection, but also that um, I connected with the peatlands um, through observation and just paying attention through the seasons. And so that's kind of a collection of one year's time for me in, yeah, observing, documenting in that nature journal way, the peatlands here. I guess I would finish by saying there's climate stories everywhere in this. It's not really spelled out, but places like Little Diomede um, facing huge challenges due to loss of sea ice, um, among many other things. Um, the spread of trees in the Aleutian Islands due to warming temperatures, the um, ocean acidification impacts on the crab fisheries, um, just, just to name a few things. So there's these climate signals all over in the landscape that I feel like as a naturalist, um, I can learn about and then I can actually see and document glacial retreat. Um, with art and um, I guess my hope is that the artwork and sort of taking people along with me on this experience of discovery will resonate with people a little bit more intimately than you know scientific publications or numbers you know how many seabirds die as a number versus as a visual um, and how art, art has that power to connect with that, us on, on a much more emotional level and spiritual level. Um, and so I, I see my, my goal is that my role can be to understand that and experience that science and then, and then turn it into something that's captivating for, for people who that, you know, that science may not reach quite, quite as effectively. So thank you all for coming out. I really appreciate it. Um, and I'm happy to discuss or answer any questions.